Welcome back to the program, hour number two. Bill Michael Show continues on. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? By all means, do so. Um, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Um, got a lot of different things going on. Obviously, the numbers came out about Aaron Rodgers, and uh, th- those numbers are beneficial to the Green Bay Packers. $150 million guaranteed pretty much the first three years. Cap hit this season, about $28 million. Um, that's what that works out to the, uh, which again, the, the Packers are right around the even mark when it comes to being under the salary cap, they still have some more work to do. They're also, uh, tendering a restricted free agent, um, tender on wide receiver, uh, a second round, by the way, on Alan Lazard, he's going to make about 4 million bucks. So they're keeping him around another guy that, Seem to at least anyway garner the trust of Aaron Rodgers, except for the the biggest moments when Rodgers locked on Devontae Adams. Uh, this is from Roger. Roger says, uh, "Hey Bill, how much is the Rodgers to Adams uh, deal this season going to be a obstacle to the team having a lot of success?" I, look, Roger, I don't think it's going to be an obstacle. I think it's going to get him to the postseason. I'm. Not, I have no problem with Rodgers going to Devontae Adams. If he's open, if he's making catches, we all know that. What I have a problem with is the last couple of seasons, towards the end of those games, those all-important games, he locked on Adams to the detriment of the team. I've said it a lot over the last couple of weeks. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers does in the regular season. If he wins his fifth or his sixth or his seventh down the road MVP, I don't care anymore. Good for him. Pad your stats. I don't care. It's about championships. The Packers are putting their money where their mouth is. The Packers, don't you think, here's here's another way of looking at this. Brian Gutekinds and Russ Ball have now gone out and said, Let's do this. We're going for it. We're going for it. Money in the middle of the table. Here you go. All the chips. Shove them. <laughs> Pile of money right there. There you go. We're bringing everybody back. If we got to tag them, we'll tag them. If we got to sign them, we'll sign them. If we got to give you more money, we're going to give you more money. We're going to break it all down. We're going to kick the can down the road. We're going to put this team in salary cap jail if the if the salary cap does not go up exponentially over the next three to four years. We're, we're pushing it all. You know why? Because we believe we can win. All right? So we believe we're in. Here you go. Here's everything you want. So it's not on Brian Gutekinds anymore. Yeah, you'd like to see the team have flexibility to be able to go get a Jarvis Landry. Get an additional wide receiver opposite Devontae Adams. Get another guy. Because you need one. Make no mistake about it. You need one. Aaron Rodgers deserves to be paid. I understand all of that. He's a man. Back-to-back MVP, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I don't care about any of it when it comes down to a last-second drive in a postseason game and all you do is throw to Devontae Adams. When you've got Alan Lazard wide open over the middle, when you've got Lazard wide open at the end zone, 
right at the goal line against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you force the ball to Devontae, that's when Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter about the, about the amount of money, about the skill, about the MVPs, about the individual accolades. It doesn't matter. Touchdown interception ratio, none of it. If you are going to do something to the detriment of your own team, none of your other accolades matter. That's why this year it's all about winning. Win. Win. That's all I care about. Because Brian Gudekin says we're going all in. Russ Ball has done the numbers to make this team go all in. Players like Devondre Campbell have stayed here because they believe they're all in. Devontae Adams isn't happy, but he's eventually going to play in some way, shape, or form. They're going to get Jair done. Other guys like Bakhtiari, they've taken restructured contracts because they believe that Aaron Jones came back for less money. He he believes they can win here. Everybody believes they can win. And the ball is in the hand of the quarterback. It's what he does with it. That can determine more than likely which direction you're going to go, a win or a loss. They're all in. Everybody's all in. Rodgers has to be all in, and he has to be smart. So win an MVP, that's great. I just hope, I hope beyond hope, that come the NFL Honors Night, you are not standing on the stage accepting anything. I hope that you are in a hotel preparing for a Super Bowl. Because if you're standing on a stage, yet again, this is a failure. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Gary says Cowherd's ripping Rogers apart right now, denying uh, the reports of his contract. Uh, it's a joke. It, it what, what now? Look again. Here you go. This is typical Aaron Rodgers. Okay, this is typical Rodgers. He is going to say technically he is correct. It was categorically false. Because it wasn't four years, $200 million, and it wasn't $153 million guaranteed. He's right. He's right. It's three years, $150 million guaranteed. It is $50 million a year. It is the largest amount of guaranteed money in NFL history. It does make you a $50 million a year man. You're not the highest paid by a little. You're the highest paid by a lot. What I saw and heard... What Diana Rossini said, now Ian Rappaport had the, the numbers a little bit off, but what he had reported, it, it all comes down to $50 million a year. It just depends on how you, how you sink it, okay? Signing bonus, roster bonus, base salary, you know, all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, it comes down to the guaranteed money. And everybody that jumped on Rodgers and said, see, Aaron said it's false, it's a lie, it's Pat McAfee, it's all crap, people. It's all, he's getting his money. Yeah, I said from the start it wasn't about the money. It's about the money. When are you going to learn Aaron Rodgers is a categorical liar? He's smarter than you. You'll believe what he says because he won't say it technically. I'm immunized. That's categorically false. I don't want to be the highest paid player. I'm going to do a cap-friendly contract. Well, duh. They weren't going to be able to pay you $46 million a year. That was, duh. So, yeah, he did a cap-friendly deal. I, I uh, Good. Good for him. He deserves all the money he gets. Absolutely. 
But to come out and say it's categorically false, he again, Aaron Rodgers is nothing more than a liar when it comes down to his word. He's probably just mad that he got scooped. That is boy Pat McAfee got scooped. Because those, those two basically broke it at exactly the same time. But he's getting $50 million a year. You can, I mean, the numbers are the numbers. The numbers don't lie. If he was taking a lot less money, you'd be there, right? It would be there. But he's not. He's not. His cap number this year is a lot less. That'll give you. No problem there. You are 100% correct. It is a lot less. You're right. Good for Aaron Rodgers. And that's all you wanted. I don't fault him for that. I don't fault him for that. But his cap number next year is 31.6. His cap number after that is 40.7. His cap number after that is 59. His cap number after that is 53. But you've got bonus years in there. He is. He did do a deal that's that's less money. Yeah, plotting for it, but you're still getting guaranteed money. Put it this way: you try to cut him in 2024, it's 115 million dollars against the cap. Um, Tom Silverstein says one source says the dead dead cap money hit for the end of the Aaron Rodgers contract as it stands right now is at 75 million dollars. That's when the Packers would go into rebuild mode. 75 million dollars. 2025 wasn't about the money. 75 million dollars in 2025. If you'd cut them loose today, it's $175.262 million. Don't let him lie to you. Now, I'll say this. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if he lies his way all the way to a championship. That's fine. That's what he's being paid a lot of money to do. Does it make him a bad guy? You know what? Who cares? It's not like he's lying about... He's not Deshaun Watson, okay? Let's be honest. It's Aaron Rodgers making a lot of money. But quit lying to the fans about your crap. Things come out. It is what it is. You know? I He's 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 genuinely actually a good guy. He, he put it this way. He's never done anything that was detrimental to the organization in the sense of like a Deshaun Watson... He's never been in trouble with the law. He's never done anything morally um, that you'd have an issue with. I mean, come on. Aaron Rodgers is is about as good a guy as you can possibly get, short of a guy like Donald Driver, who has been nothing but this glorious ambassador for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Mason Crosby, who's been an incredible ambassador for the Green Bay Packers in so many different ways. You know, Rodgers doesn't do a whole lot in this area anymore. He, he would rather do stuff on the West Coast where he's comfortable. That's fine. 
but he's never been a bad ambassador for the Green Bay Packers. In, in fact, he's been a terrific ambassador. He's been the face of. Now, it sounds like I'm flip-flopping, but I'm not. I'm, t- I'm giving you fact. Is he, is he a holier-than-thou, pain-in-the-ass baby? Yeah, absolutely. But he's a terrific player. He's had his faults when it comes to actual play on the field. And the whole thing where he wants to mislead everybody because he's smarter than you, it gets him into trouble. Because he wants to be this secretive, I know more than you, and I know what's going on, and you don't, and and I'm better than you type of thing. And, and that gets him into trouble. Beyond that, he's been a fantastic leader. He's never had infidelity issues. He's never had drug issues. He's never had domestic violence issues. He's never had any of that. There's been nothing off the field other than the people delving into his personal life with his family and such. And going back to Olivia Munn and Danica Patrick and Shailene Woodley and all the different things that have gone on there for people that he's dated. Other than who cares? Right? Who cares? But that that's that's all of it right there on the plate. Here you go. Here's Aaron Rodgers. He's genuinely been a pretty good guy. There's just things that he does that drives you crazy because you're looking at something and you know it's black and white and he's saying no. That's that's the color red. And it's like, no, it's not. Here it is. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit me up, feel, please feel free to do so. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. Hey, by the way, there's another team that's going for it. And the path has just gotten wide open, if you haven't noticed. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Glad to have you back. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. This portion of the program brought to you by our buddy Dwayne and Dwayne's Cover It All. And uh, good stuff going on. Uh, up in northern Wisconsin, although he just texted me yesterday. They got some snow up there. It's kind of like stunned to see that, but they got uh, we're down here sitting and basking in the glow that is the sunshine and enjoying warmer weather over the last couple of days, as uh, you can see right outside the back door there. There you go, if you're watching on the Bud Light live stream. Uh, and they had snow uh, roll through the Wausau area, but Dwayne's cover it all, Wisconsin's best canvas upholstery and bow cover provider by far. Call my buddy Dwayne, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. It is worth taking your boat or your office furniture or furniture in your home or what have you. It's worth the drive. Take it up there. He'll do it. He'll do it right. And you will be unbelievably impressed with the work that he does. Go to Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That is Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Or just call him, 715 870 2119 or 715-870-2119. Also, don't forget about our friends at Skipper Buds. Uh, I just stopped over there to check on my boat the other day, and uh, they continue to get more and more boats in, a lot of pontoon boats, uh, sport and deck boats as well. And if you're looking for one of the smaller end boats and trying to get ready for your boating season, now's the time. Go to skipperbuds.com or call Todd. He's the GM over there. He's the guy that makes all the uh, makes all the decisions. 262 544-1200. That's our friends over at Skipper Buds. A team that is pushing all the right buttons. Have you appreciated this? The Milwaukee Brewers. 
They bring back Boxberger and Andrew McCutcheon. They come to an agreement yesterday. Uh, Jeff Passan confirming this. McCutcheon became a free agent uh, when the Philadelphia Phillies declined that club option. McCutcheon had signed had signed a $50 million three-year contract with Philadelphia. With the option got declined, he got a $3 million buyout instead of that $15 million salary. He had 237, but 47 dingers, 143 RBIs in three seasons. But he is good depth, and he's got a little pop. And now you've got some rotate. We said this last year when they brought in Jackie Bradley Jr. How are they going to get everybody at bats? And then they did. Now, Jackie Bradley Jr. was a dismal failure. We all know that. But nevertheless, not a bad way to go. So Boxberger in, McCutcheon in. And, oh, by the way, did you see the fire sale they had in Cincinnati? This is, this is a two-horse race in the NL Central, and I think the Brewers have the upper hand. It's the Cardinals and the Brewers. That's it. And the Brewers should end up on top. Cincinnati's conceded. They want to say, they want to put, they, the fans in Cincinnati want to set Castellini, the owner, they want to set his house on fire. They want him to sell the team. They're screaming for this guy's head. He got rid of Suarez. He got, I mean, short of Joey, Joey Votto, they don't have anybody really left. They got Mustakis, but they got rid of everybody. Traded away Sonny Gray. They just felt like, look, we can't compete, so tear it completely down. Tear it completely down. Eugenio Suarez goes to the man, uh, the Mariners. Fraley goes to the man, Mariners. Jesse Winkler goes to the Mariners. Justin Dunn goes to the Mariners. Or, excuse me, he comes from the Mariners, I should say. Uh, along with uh, Brandon Williamson. They uh, trade Sonny Gray to the Twins. Uh, they just, uh, along with uh, uh, Piguero. They they just got rid of everybody. They have Jonathan India, I think it's second. Still Joey Votto at first. Tyler Stevenson is behind the plate. Mustaka's going to play third if he can even stay healthy. Um, that man, they just got rid of everybody. And their their starting pitching now is Luis Castillo, Tyler Maley. Vladimir Gutierrez, Justin Dunn, um, San, Mar- San Martin, I think, is another one of their starters. I mean, just they, they've conceded. They're, they're done. So the Cubs, done. Pittsburgh sucks. The Brewers have a wide open path now in the National League Central. And the Brewers just picking up these little pieces that they can grab, diamonds in the rough, which is what uh, David Stearns is so good at. Just, just get to this point. You know where he can go out and get the get them a championship. Really good. I don't know if you've been paying attention to it because I know baseball came back and then it's just been this fast and furious you know race and it's kind of getting overshadowed by everything that's going on in the National Football League. By the way, Randy Gregory from the Cowboys signed a five year, seventy million dollar deal with the Broncos, so he's gone. So all of this uh, has been going on. I just, which I find extremely interesting because it's been very quiet, very under the radar for the Milwaukee Brewers. And if you're a Brewers fan, you you got to be going, okay, short of a massive screw-up or mass injuries, the division should be ours. It's what they do with it after they get to the postseason at this point. 
877-867-1670. I, I like the McCutcheon signing. I said yesterday I like the McCutcheon signing. Another veteran, another guy that desperately wants to win before his career comes to an end. He's talked about it. I, I, I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, Oren Burks, the former Green Bay Packer, has signed a two-year deal to go to the 49ers. Oren Burks going to the 49ers. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I, look, Oren Burks, I, nice guy. I really liked him. He just never, ever caught on. Never caught on. Um, Bill, he, yes, is, ben. he is the only off-ball linebacker the Packers have drafted in the first three rounds in the last 15 years. Yeah, he uh, never, ever even came close to expectation. He was a third-round draft choice, right? Yeah. Yeah, never came close to expectation. Certainly, certainly disappointing. Um, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Let's get to the phones. Do we have, still have Sky listening to us in Eau Claire? Yep. Sky, what's going on? How you doing today? Hey, how's it going today? I'm doing uh, well. What's up? Hey, uh, just a comment and a question for you. A uh, comment, I know well, baseball and football are completely different with salary caps, but, uh, it amazes me that a small market team like, you know, Green Bay can uh, afford this chunk of change for Rodgers. It, it's kind of crazy when you think about uh, how small of a team we really are and the uh, chunk of change we can shell out for a player. And then my question for you is, is uh, when does Love's rookie contract come up? Uh, it's got to be uh, during this whole Aaron Rodgers uh, contract restructure. And where does that uh, set us for the future then? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. All right. Appreciate it. First of all, when it comes to the, the contract for Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, all in all NFL teams are basically the same. Uh, when it comes to salary, salary money, they all share 100% of the revenue, whereas baseball does not. Baseball has revenue share, but it's through a mere salary cap type of situation. So it's... Um, it's or a luxury tax situation. Uh, by the way, Jordan Love goes all the way through 2023. So they would have to make a decision with that next option on Jordan Love come 2024. So he will have, uh, I think it's, uh, I think the, this year he counts 3.3 million against the cap. Um, next year he would count 3.9 against the cap. And then in 2024, they at the end of the 2023 season, they would need to make a decision on him. And going into 2024, he would then be, what, 26 years old? So you would have to figure it out. So he's got a couple more years left under this where he could still be a part of the organization. They could hang on to him should they choose to do so. But NFL revenue and NFL money is totally different than Major League Baseball. The Brewers 
what what you get in in Major League Baseball is basically what you can is what you can grow. The Brewers get a ton of their money off of the gate. The gate is huge to them, and the fact that they've been able to bring in two and a half million but prior to COVID, two and a half million people on average into Miller well into American Family Field because of that dome, because of the guarantee that they're going to be there and they're going to play a game, and they've been competitive is nothing short of amazing. They are also the smallest market, media market, in all of major sports when it comes to their total dollars and revenue. So that's the reason why, like the Yes Network in New York with the Yankees, um, it, it, it's so huge. They don't share that money. The only reason those teams would share the money is if, say, the Yankees spend more than $220 million in payroll, then you begin to pay dollar for dollar over that what is that what they call a luxury tax and then that goes back into the pot there is a revenue share for a certain percentage of revenue that higher teams make as opposed to lower teams but you're not getting an equal share of a mass television deal because the mass television deal isn't there you're sharing a little bit from fox for the game of the week but it's not like the nfl where every game is televised regionally and then there is the afternoon and the national game and then the Sunday night game and the Monday night game and all that. You, you're not getting all of that. And, and that money is nowhere near as comparable as to what the uh, Major League Baseball gets. They get significantly less money. So that's the reason you've got 32 NFL teams splitting all the money equally. It's not dependent on your market size. It's not dependent on your income. It's not dependent on your revenue. Uh, the Packers, anything that's made on – and again, I know I'm getting a little deep here, but say the Packers sell a jersey in their pro shop that is on their site in their business. So if they sell that jersey, that money goes into the NFL pot, not into the Packers pot. The Packers get a cut of it, but they don't get but it still goes into the NFL pot, which then that money is spread out equally among all the teams which is the reason why the Packers want title town. That's not on, say, NFL property. Okay, that's across the street, which means those businesses leased directly from the Green Bay Packers Incorporated, which is separately than the NFL. They get to keep that revenue to remain viable. Jerry Jones started this trend as a business. Well, really, Robert Kraft did years and years ago. But Jerry Jones took it to a whole new level with Jerry World because everything on the Jerry World property is NFL revenue share. Everything outside of that is Jerry Jones and Dallas Cowboys Incorporated. Same thing with Robert Kraft up in Foxborough. When they bought all that land, anything on the stadium property goes to the NFL. Anything off stadium property goes to New England Patriots Incorporated or Kraft Incorporated or what have you. So they share different money. That's why the NFL versus uh, Major League Baseball is so drastically different where the Brewers don't make any money off of anybody else. They get a little bit of revenue share, but they don't get it's not like they get with the NFL. They, the, the haves pay the have-nots a, a pittance, you know, 30, 40 million bucks total. It's not much. It's it's not much. They don't see a lot of that money. So that that's the reason they have to make their own money, and that's the reason the budgets for these teams are so drastically different. The Dodgers have an enormous amount of money. They, could, they, can, they afforded some years back a $300 million payroll. No problem. No problem. They'll pay dollar for dollar. They'll pay seventy million over that. They don't care. It was no big deal to them. Whereas the Brewers get a, a, a cut of that, and out of that, the lower market teams split that seventy million pool, and each team got nine million, eight million. It, it's it's not a lot. 
877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Come back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. Every day I keep getting phone calls. I'm on the air. And I don't know if anybody's ever dealt with Weed Man, but oh, my God, what a pesky company, man. Would never have. They couldn't come out and pee on my lawn if I paid them to. Oh, my God. They call me 25 times a day. It's ridiculous. Talking about well, your not lawn, that right? Yeah, I, 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 a year ago, uh, somebody came to the door and they gave me an estimate and I said, no, I don't, you're way too expensive. I'm not going to go with you. And they kept calling and I finally said, just leave me alone. Quit calling me, quit emailing me. And here we go again. It's, it's uh, calls every day. I'm on the air. And finally, during the break, I, they called, and they, I, I just screamed at the guy. I said, leave me alone. Take me out of your system. Quit calling me. And before you can even get a word in, it's like, hi, this is such and such from Weedman. And then, then they go into their whole spiel, and they don't allow you to talk. So you're screaming at the guy, just shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't want your service. Go away. You're the most bothersome group of people I've ever met in my life. Get out of here. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, so we'll see how long it is before they call me. They'll probably call me again tomorrow with some different voice and some computer. But, oh, my God, anybody else de- dealt with them? You couldn't talk about a more pesky company. Too many calls uh, from your weed man. Here's the thing. I, I know, and it's not, the, it's not even a good kind of weed man, right? <laughs> here's the thing, Ben. You don't have to deal with that because you live in an apartment. Ben. No, sir. Oh, my God. You get these people that come to the door, and they're they're dressed up like they're coming to look at your electric box or something, you know? You're thinking, oh, my God, it's Wee Energies or something. And here it's somebody selling you, trying to sell you something. They send these people out door to door, and the estimate they gave me was ridiculous. I'm like, look, now I'll do it myself. Talk to you later. Don't worry about that because there's no way I'm paying that. Holy mackerel. I always thought those people were like the exterminators that come and, and kill the little animals that come and look like the uh. Ghostbusters. With like oh, the big they tell you all kinds back. of crap. Yeah, they tell you all kinds of crap. And it's it's like I had a guy that did a lawn service for me last year. Uh, I put the word out. I'm now Every now and then I'll do it on Facebook because I trust a lot of people. There's a lot of people that listen to the show or friends. And you say, hey, has anybody dealt with this or anybody had to deal with something like this before? And then you'll get probably five or six, maybe seven good references. And I brought a guy over, uh, Paul Terry, uh, who, who works in this area. And he's like, yeah, we can do this. No problem. And they did exactly what they said they were going to do. The estimate was perfect. And it, it was basically a, 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 um, a fall cleanup of my yard. And it was perfect. It was it was so perfect. And, and they were exactly as, as advertised. These guys. And Paul called me once, said, hey, if you need us again, let us know. And I will. But these guys call me every day. They filled up my voicemail over a period of like four days. Filled up the voicemail on my phone. It's like, would you just quit calling me? So if anybody else has had the same problem, uh, I don't know what you do. I don't know how you get these people to quit calling, but if you got an idea, let me know. Well, now um, they've given me the podcast title. Bill gets too right? many calls from his weed man. Right? There you go. Too many calls from weed man. <laughs> um, you know what I did, though? I booked a tea time for the first time this year. 
playing this weekend. Did you really? So at least if you're doing your lawn, it does mean that it's time to go out and play golf. I'm excited. I, you know, I just yesterday, um, I, I did something yesterday that um, I don't know if a lot of people would do. So I got home. I, had out, I went out and did a little running around yesterday, and I got home, and I just started grilling, and I was just getting ready to sit down and go through my picks and really start to get into my NCAA tournament stuff. And I just saw the Devondre Campbell deal had broke, so I was going to go through the numbers there, and I was going to look at all this stuff. Um, anyway, long story short is I look out my window. Now, my road, the road that I live on, is off of a major thoroughfare. It's off of a, a major road. And the road in front of my house kind of is the main entry to the neighborhood that then feeds off to all the other smaller roads. So I get uh, quite a bit of traffic. And I see this car pull up in front of my house, and, and there is no sidewalk. It's not like there's an area to stop on the road in front of my house. But this car, and every now and then you'll get somebody that's lost, and they'll pull off the main road to get out of traffic to come here, and then they'll sit there and look at their phone like where they're supposed to go, and they'll move on. So you get that, but they don't usually sit there. So this car was sitting there, and then the blinkers go on. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe their car died. And I see this woman get out, uh, a nice lady, but you know, clearly a little bit distraught. And I look over, she's got a flat tire. So what do you do? Do you, one, call a tow truck? Do you, two, ignore it and because you got stakes on it? Do you, three, do you at least yell out, hey, do you need some help or need a phone? Or four, do you go out and change the tire? Well, anything but the fourth, and this is not going to go well for me. I know how to change a tire. I've learned, but I've never done it. Okay. We have to back up the whole damn <laughs> show right now. All right, I knew, all right, uh, all right. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Let's dive into this pool head first. You've never changed a tire? I've never had to. I've never been in a position that, that I've needed to. Wow. Well, like first learned, of all, good for you. Good I, for you. I don't know what people do. Like, I, I'm not going to go practice and, like, go change it. It's like if worse comes to worse and I'm stranded somewhere, eventually I would figure it out. Well, see, see, that's the difference. My dad, now I hate to do this, but when I turned 16, man, my dad said, let's go. And we went up to a parking lot and my dad opened the hood. Here's where you check your oil. Here's where you check your, you know, antifreeze. Here's where you check your washer fluid. Here's where you check your power steering fluid and your transmission fluid, all that stuff. And then he said, get your ass down there and let's take the lug nuts off. And, and I had to take on and off all four tires and jack up the car in all four areas to, to before I, he would even let me drive. So that's, that's what I had to do. And I've had to change probably, I don't know, maybe four or five tires in my, my lifetime. As a matter of fact, just last year, um, I had to, uh, and, and which was really difficult because the, the lug nuts on my Genesis were just like somebody welded them on. But anyway, long story short, uh, I had to do it. So you've never, man, that, that's amazing. Do you even know where the jack and the spare tire and all that stuff are? Do you know? And and here's the other thing: Do you have a scissor jack or an actual jack? I know where they are. I can't answer the second one. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but Bill, that's also one of the things that like it is possible to pay someone else to do. You know? Yeah. Well, it is. I, it is. But it just depends on when somebody's going to come there to do it. So, I mean, like I even have AAA for roadside assistance uh, because I travel and I drive a lot of miles. So I bought that years ago and I've just kept it up. 
So if I'm on, you know, I-65 heading back to Cincinnati to see my kids or something, and I'm out in the middle of absolutely nowhere and my car breaks down engine-wise, then I at least get it towed. But to change a tire, I, it's, you know, sometimes you got to wait two hours, three hours. I don't have that kind of time. So anyway, long story, I ended up, I saw how she was doing. She, she pulled the spare tire out of the trunk of her car. It's one of those little donut tires. And she just kind of looked at her car. And I said, have you ever done this before? And she said, no. I said, yeah, just let me do it. And I have uh, a big jack uh, and everything in the house, uh, in the garage. Hey, the man, the myth, the legend, Bill Michael. <laughs> so I did it. And I, it took me maybe five minutes to change her tire. And oddly enough, I'm glad I did because the tire that, that had gone flat was loose. Uh, the lug nuts weren't even that tight. I mean, I could I could literally spin them off with one finger. So, uh, so yeah, I just, you know, I got her tire secured. I went around and checked all the lug nuts on all the rest of her car. Uh, she, you know, she just said, hi, you know, my, I can't remember what her name is. I said, I'm Bill. Nice to meet you. Get on the road, stay safe. And I would go have that tire looked at, but all of her tires were dry rotted and not, not in good shape at all. And I just said, you need to, you need to get some tires, but I went out and changed her tire for her. So maybe. I get a little bit of good karma when it comes to, you know, filling out my tournament brackets or something like that. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe I got something good coming my way. Just, if not, eh, I, say I made somebody's day better. Don't pick Iowa State. Don't. Okay, I won't pick Iowa State. I'll tell you this now. If Iowa State wins, I'm driving to Madison. That's fine. <laughs> and I'm going to make you change the tire on my car just to say you did it. <laughs> I cannot believe you've never changed a tire. Well, first of all, good for you. But secondly, you know you've just given yourself bad juju. You're probably going to be driving home today and, and run over a nail or something, and you're going to need to change your tire. I can see you now calling Ebo. Ebo! Hey, I, I need my tire changed. I got a flat tire. Can you come and help? Whatever. Oh, God, that was awesome. That was awesome. Robin says, I sound like the old dude in Christmas Story. Did you uh, set the stopwatch before you started changing? Why Why does it sound like an old man? Because I helped a lady change her tire. It was about five minutes. It was no big deal. Changing a tire is if the lug nuts aren't like completely, and if you've done it before, if the lug nuts aren't uh, aren't on like extremely tight, it's usually pretty easy. You just once you break them loose, you're good to go. Did you time yourself? No, I didn't. I, I mean, I knew it, I knew when I uh, picked up the the jack and I started walking out of my garage. My garage has a clock. It has a Harley Davidson clock in it, and I knew what the clock was. So, and it literally was five. I only turned the the grill. I put the ste I took the stakes off the grill real quick, and just set them off to the side. They were still you know warm to the touch by the time I got back. So it wasn't like uh, I was gone for you know half an hour. It was no big deal. None at all. But it, like I said, five ten minutes tops. That was it. Everything was really, really easy. And even walking around the rest of her car just to make sure, because she had um, the, the tire that went flat was the rear passenger, and her front driver tire was the lug nuts. Like three of them were ready, ready to fall off. I don't know who had done Then again, the tires were dry rotted, so it's been a long time since they've been looked at. But it's just one of those things that, you know, you're kind of, maybe it's a godsend that it actually happened. Otherwise, you could have lost a tire driving down the highway. Who knows? Um, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Want to hit us up? Feel free to go ahead and do so. We're going to take a quick break uh, because we need one. 
and and because uh, during the long commercial break at the bottom of the next hour, we should have Ben Kenny run outside and just change a tire just to see if he can do it. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, by all means, go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Um, this one, this was from Cody. He said uh, he had another service continually call him until he finally called an attorney. To have them stop calling, they use these spam numbers, uh, right? They continually do. I don't know why this, there's got to be, I know that they had the old do not call list and I put my number on it like 10 times. It doesn't do anything. They still call. I don't even know how to block this anymore. I must get, I get more phone calls of spam uh, per day. I think that I get phone calls from like friends or business. It's, it's gotten like crazy. And, but the, the problem is, is that they filled up my voicemail over the last couple of days. And I don't know how many times, because I think they're only allowed to call one time per day, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, it's just the annoyance that we learn to live with, right? It's like a, like a gnat flying around your face. Just swat it away eventually. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Um. This one's from Robin, who says, my old man, too. Chivalry is not dead, thank goodness. Uh, his old man made him go outside and learn how to change uh, a spare tire. I can't believe, Ben, you've never changed a tire. I'm still stunned by that. Is that like a still large stunned. indictment on my generation? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I mean, you know, it, it's cars you don't work on today. It used to be the spare tire was just in the trunk. It was right there. In today's day and age, they're burying it. I mean, everything looks really nice. So they put that compartment where that little donut tire goes into and the carpeting and everything in the back of a trunk or the back of an SUV, it looks really nice. And to get it out is a project. It, it So it's not the same. It used to be you'd had the big jack and you'd jack up the car off the bumper and the car would go up. And then all you had to do was make sure that your car was in park and had the emergency brake on so it didn't roll forward. And the tire was right there. In today's day and age, man, it's a scissor jack. It's a pain in the ass. Everything's made for convenience so it doesn't take up room or weight. And it's just different. Uh, it's not an indictment on your, your generation. I think it's just the level of effort that goes into just doing it just to do it is just drastically different. I wouldn't want to do it. I, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever taught my son how to do it. I never did it with him. Shame on me, I guess. But, yeah, you know, it is what it is. If it came Go down ahead. to it, I think it would take me no more than an hour and a half, which is fine. <laughs> the, the biggest pain in the butt regarding changing a tire, like with my car, me personally, with my car, is um, the, they now have these scissor jacks. And they work extremely well, don't get me wrong. But if you don't have like a drill 
that you hook onto it and you can and you can jack it up like spin it really quickly. It is very awkward to use. It works. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it'll it'll lift a truck. It, it works, but it's very awkward to use, and the timeliness of it is not conducive to. Oh, by the way, we're gonna we're gonna you know do this, and I'm gonna show you how to do it because I got an hour to kill. That type of thing. It'll happen someday. You'll go ah, and you're gonna think of me when you do. That's the best part about it. Oh, I'm in your head now. I'm in your so. head now. Yeah. Um, David says, I don't know if you know this or not, but my my wife's Dodge battery is in the trunk. And not up by the motor. Surprised the heck out of me. Oh, there you go. There you go. ESPN Steve says, uh, don't forget to answer your phone, Milwaukee County Sheriff's Department. You know, I've done that. And with local advertising, they don't care. They don't care. They're like, oh, okay. All right. Hello, Mr. Officer. Do you need your lawn serviced? Shut up. Got a lot more of the Bill Michaels show. It's good. Coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.